Hello, I am Christopher Coles II, and you are listening to On the Road to Perfection, a podcast produced by Wholly Owned and Operated. This podcast was created by my parents, Beth and Christopher Coles, as a way to share our Catholic faith with you, to teach you about the Catholic faith, and to let you know that they struggle and fall at times as well. With over 60 years of combined experience, and with a couple of impressive degrees, they wish to share with you what they know about faith, morals, faith and reason, and 80s music. On the Road to Perfection is completely unedited and unscripted, so you get to hear exactly what I have heard all my life, including the ums and ahs that go with it. My mom and dad have been teaching me this for over two decades, and I am glad you get a glimpse of what I get every day. I hope you learn as much as I have from them, and now, from Wholly Owned and Operated, On the Road to Perfection, a different kind of podcast, by my mom and dad, Beth and Christopher Coles. Lord Jesus, we praise you and thank you for today, for all your blessings, especially our lives and our health and each other. We ask you to send your... Bless you. Excuse me. Send your sneeze, Lord Jesus. (laughs) Send your Holy Spirit upon us as we walk and visit and talk and uh, just share your love for us and for each individual um, of our listener and help us to only say what you would have us say and have them hear what you would have them hear. In your most precious name, amen. amen. For these and all his mercies, God's holy name be praised. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. I'm in. You know, if it's a good thing that Jesus is with us when there's two or more gathered in his name. Yeah. Because if we were talking about him and he wasn't here, that would be calumny. (laughs) I don't think so. You can talk about people when they're not around and it not be calumny. Yeah, but... It's interesting. I think that's a great philosophical question, you know, because oh, Jesus certainly defends himself wherever people are talking about it. They're just not open to it or seeing him in the trees and the right. bugs and all that sort of stuff. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't think my brain's ready for that right now. Okay. I'm going to get this trash can up off the street. So I'm going to set the timer because we're trying to be you know, yep. diligent and prudent in our use of time for for the, uh, hey, why don't you get that trash can while I'm doing this, okay? <laughs> You're a great neighbor. I guess they've moved now. Yep. Yep. So, um, so we get to we get to talk about you and how pretty you are and awesome and everything, right? No. How do we ever get to talk about that? (laughs) 
Because people don't want to listen to you just gaga over me. Well, it's, you know, when one must share the truth, no matter yeah. what the truth is. Yeah. Yeah. You flatter me. <sighs> no, I just tell the truth. You'd know it if I was flattering you. Okay. <laughs> All right, so. So we just asked our boys what, what, why do they have faith in God? Why do they, why do they have a relationship with him and the church as teenagers? Yeah, they're 14 and 16. 16. And we... Um, it, you know, it's kind of, you know, what, what separates them from so many of their peers who don't have such a relationship or faith? Yeah. Good evening. And so that, you know, what separates them, what makes the, Uh, you know, and not to say that, you know, they're anything super special or anything like that, but no, it's but obvious it's, they it's, have a, a faith and relationship me. that's yeah. different than uh, a lot of their peers. Yeah. And I, I wouldn't even necessarily say a majority of their peers, no. but there's, they certainly um, are, are unbashful about their faith in public, too. Right. Um, and they, for instance, just, just as a for instance, they want to go to Mass. They desire to partake in the Eucharist and celebrate Mass. Yeah, they, they and I, I wouldn't say crave for the Eucharist. They long for it. So right. over the time of the pandemic, you know, it's it's been a longing and a and a a pain. You can you can tell in their in their eyes and in their heart when when we couldn't go. Um, and a, a, a sincere desire for confession, particularly prior to Mass receiving the Eucharist. Right. And we know that that is not necessarily the norm for many families. For some, for for others, yes, it is. Their their children are right on board, and, and God is central to their lives, as He is for our children. And the the point of all this is because we want to share that with yeah, with you, to, with you to, to, to to encourage you and and support you in in whatever way you might be. Struggling. Struggling or having challenges or, or or wondering, how do I keep my kids Catholic when they're older? Yeah, and there's, a lot, there's and a lot of books on that and, and all sorts of stuff. And, and Literally called that, how to keep your kids Catholic. Yeah, and, and um, we, we don't... We, we don't we profess don't, that we know everything. Well, we don't necessarily know exactly how right. we've done it. We, but, but, but we can, I think we can point to a couple of things. Yeah. Um... And obviously, 
we could really, really get into it, you know, for an hour. But in the 20 minutes. But we're not going to get into it. The, the, yeah. We're, I, I think the, the, the foundation really is our own relationship right. and relationships with God. Yeah. With the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit individually and collectively. Yeah. And because to to have that ability to pass on to your children, you can't give what you ain't got. Yep. Just had that conversation with my spiritual director this morning. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and the authenticity of a relationship is shown in its struggle. Right. Um. And and the boys know we love the Lord, and they know that we get frustrated. They know that we've they've seen us learn and grow, particularly over the last year and a half. The um, the releasing of worry and trusting in the Lord. You know the idea that worry is simply a lack of faith, and we. Uh, we, we are concerned or uncertain about things. That's our human nature coming through. But we don't worry because, of, because we know the Lord is in charge and that he's given us specific people to be and specific things to do. And so we leave the rest up to him. Even though sometimes that's frustrating. And, and difficult. And difficult, yeah. And just the... So, some some practical things that, that the boys, you know, answered when we asked what, you know, after they were like, well, I don't know, why, why are we different, you know? They, what, do you they mean, don't, what do you mean different? What do you yeah. mean different, you know? Because they don't recognize that they're different from from others in their age group. Um, but they do because we've talked about, you know, and they, they, they hear stuff about, you know, teenagers that don't want to be, you know, in the church or whatever. But, but that is a good, that but is a good point that they don't necessarily they know, don't because, really know because, because they hang out with, they hang out with other teens that love God and are not right. bashful so about talking a, about God that's a key. with each other. So that yeah. right there. Um, we've helped them to cultivate friendships with others because we've cultivated friendships with those families, right. those parents. Right. We want to hang out with people who are going to help support us in our vocation as, as Christian parents. Yeah. And we've, so we've sought those parents out and by golly, they raise their children similarly to the way we raise ours. And so their children are... Similarly, you know, yeah. it, have relationships with God that they can, you know, they seek out um, prayer and mass and, you know, they're altar servers. They, they want to be there. They're, you know, things like that. So when I was thinking back to how did we get to this point, you know, you, you do that every once in a while. Um, and I think about, you know, when we had our first child, almost 22 years ago, 
We didn't really Ooh. set out. Well, it was 22 years ago. He just well, was he wasn't inside born your tummy. Yeah. Um, but when he was born, almost 22 years ago, we didn't set out, you know, oh, we're going to do this with him and that with him or her. We didn't know if we were having a boy or a girl. Um, we didn't really plan a... It's a black helicopter, but it's not very quiet. It's not. It's very loud. <laughs> My goodness. That's a epic um, fail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the one that they, they want everybody to know they're coming. Yeah, yeah we're looking uh, at it while the other ones that we can't yeah. see are right behind us. Right, right. Yeah. right. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> we knew that we wanted to raise our child in the faith. But what did that mean? You well, know, okay. we didn't, I mean. But did we, did we, I didn't really think there was an option. You well, know? there's I mean, not. We, we, we made there, that vow at the right, altar. Right, right. You know, that's how we live. Yeah, know. but we had, okay, so. <clears throat> I've had people say, well, we're going to let our child, you know, determine their relationship yeah. with God or, or where they're going to go to church. Right. And I think, well, do you let them make that decision about kindergarten? Right. Yeah, you know. Uh, right. And yeah. that's, you know, and so, so speaking of school, we chose to homeschool yep. our children. Yep. Um, I went to a Catholic school when I was a child. And, um, of course, Christopher didn't come to the faith until he was an adult. So right. I went to public schools. I had public exposure to and, and stuff. But. Yeah. But um, so I was raised in the faith in both school and home. Why where do we, why do we walk so fast in 95 degree heat? I don't know. How do we do that? Um, anyway, go ahead. The, you were raised in the... The purpose of our homeschool, um, in a lot of ways, was to be able to raise our children in the faith right. with intention. Um, right. At the same time, That's I didn't. Water bottle squeaking. I didn't. We didn't choose a Catholic curriculum to follow nope. every single year. Sometimes nope. we did. Yep. Um, some years we did. Um, but the quote-unquote faith formation of our children was less formal. Um, it, it was. Right, but but it was intentional in that it was, right. we, we lived we, it. We, right. We didn't... It wasn't just we a didn't, Sunday thing. We didn't pull out a book, a religion book, and go through the lessons. But you did read Bible stories right. from children's we Bibles have, to the We have kids. multiple children's Bibles. Yeah, and that's so super important, and those stories talking about, you know, the you know, we, um, story We did watch VeggieTales. Um, yeah. oh, and we love Veggie Tales. We understand I, that I love there's my lips. yeah, there yeah, it's mostly the silly songs. Yeah. Um, but but at the I same time, we would talk about what <laughs> the lesson was or what the Bible story was, and talk about how Veggie Tales didn't tell it exactly the way it happened in the Bible right. for obvious reasons, you know. Right. Um, and some of those discussions, you know. We didn't talk to our two-year-old necessarily about that, but once he became five or six, we did, you know. Well, and even, um, even 
Yeah, I mean, the, the lessons mature as, right. as as we get older and more mature in our faith. I mean, look, right. we still hear we still hear the stories and think, wow, that's awesome. You know, as it applies to us now, applies right. to me at 50, when I couldn't fathom it at 30. Right. You know? So the, the way we, you know, pass on our faith is, you know, Nathaniel said it's, it's because you do what you say. Um, when, when we talk about prayer, we also pray right. with our children out loud. And sometimes it's, you know, kind of messy prayer where we're kind of circling the drain almost, you know, you're (laughs) not sure what to say next and you just kind of keep repeating yourself. We pray hard so you don't have to. (laughs) And and other times it's like, I've had a rough day and all I can say is thank you, Lord, for today. And that's it. That's all I can say. Um, The... Well, that, so that, the 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 way another um, uh, man put it when I was working on that workshop um, was Ryan uh, yeah. said it's it's about saying, doing, and living. So we say, yeah. "Go say your prayers." Well, do we pray? Do we pray with our children? And then do we live it? Right. Is it just lip service or do we actually live a prayerful life? You know, and you were talking about, you know, thank you, Lord, for today. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, in, in our prayers, I always thank the Lord. It's a, you know, thank you. Thank you, Lord, for a good day. And I remember Nathaniel asking me, you know, maybe a year or two gone by. I think it was during the pan- pan- pandemic. Mm-hmm. Anyway, before that, I thought. But anyway, well, he, he asked me, regardless. Yeah, you know, and it was a particularly not a good day for, yeah. for for me. And he said, "You know, Dad, why do you thank Jesus for a good day when you've had a bad day?" And the answer is, every day is good. The Lord created it. The right. Lord cannot, does not create anything that is not good. Right. Now, how I respond, live in, and react to the things going on in that day, that's that's all on me. Yeah. And if I choose not to see the Lord in things, or I choose not to see, you know, my iniquities, or I respond to them differently in, in the things that happen, then that's on me. You know, yeah. the Lord's day is a good day. And... You know, being able to share that and express that. I mean, because we pray that on days when, you know, when a friend has passed away, yep. you know, or when we've had a financial burden or any any number of things. Mm-hmm. And it's because it's true. Right. And we believe it and we live it and we get up the next day and, you know, and, and in fact, we, you know, typically end our prayers with, you know, you know, please graciously give us a good day tomorrow. You know, yeah, and and yeah, we live. You know, the the the, the Benedictine uh, Saint Benedict uh, said, uh, "Doing comes from being," and I may be paraphrasing that 
improperly, but 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 it does. Mm -hmm. So if we are who we're supposed to be, then we will inherently do what we're supposed to do, and that's the that that's what the boys get. And I think we're constantly living the the charisma and sharing it. You know this the story of God. Right. You know God loves you and has a plan for you, and when you sin, that messes up his plan but he's also provided redemption for that not just saving but redemption yeah. for that and uh, that's why that's why there's always hope right and hope springs eternal and we live that yeah you know, That's there, there are, and we probably, you know, maybe sometime we can come up with or list the ten things we do. Whoa. You know, what? This house. Oh, they cleaned it up, huh? Um, so, that might be a good thing to do, because we can talk on the ten or twelve regular, everyday things we do. Yeah. The habits that weren't necessarily habits, they're just things we do yeah and that you know and we didn't start off doing all of them no you know i mean when when christopher was a baby you know i'm i'm not sure well i'm not sure we were praying together yet don't only at only at dinner and we had fits and yeah. starts and praying together at night yeah um um you know and there but there was uh we're certainly always praying with him before bedtime right. whoever was putting him to bed and that yeah. was you you know a vast majority of the time yeah but there was that ritual yeah and then um we you know we we sought out ways to grow spiritually ourselves um we participated in christ renews his parish at our church, yep, and that was a huge springboard for our faith. And so, when we grow spiritually, <clears throat> it will naturally it naturally overflows into the spiritual life of our family. Yes. And I think that's the key, is that it can't be all about just making sure the kids are praying. But am I praying? Do I have a relationship with Jesus that I can share? And that, I think, the important thing in, in all of this is something I'm so happy about, is that you love the Lord uh, before you love me, if I can put it in that way. Um, and because of that, you can love me even more perfectly. And, you know, Jesus comes first in my life, even right. though, you know, and love isn't something with a bunch of levels or anything like that. <clears throat> but, no, but there, there's a, there's a hierarchy, there's a priority. And, right. and Jesus yeah. tells us that, you know, well, I mean, the first commandment, love the Lord your God yeah. first. 
and, you know. And, and loving him brings us closer to each other. And right. everything else flows from that. We've right. got we've got the love of Jesus down in our hearts. Down in our hearts. Down in our hearts to stay. Um, and, and you know, and if so the happy. devil doesn't like it, he can sit on attack. I'm very happy. Yeah. <laughs> I've got the love of Jesus in my So, love, yep. love the Lord <clears throat> honestly. And if you have trouble doing that, get to know the Lord. Read yeah. the scriptures. Go to Mass. Yeah. Get to know Him. And, your and get love, to know other people who know Him. Yeah. And your love for Him will, will I guarantee it, uh, show, show and bear fruit in, in your children. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of On the Road to Perfection, a different kind of podcast by my parents, Beth and Christopher Coles. This podcast took time, effort, and money to create, and we ask that you visit wholeyownedandoperated.com. That's H-O-L-Y ownedandoperated.com to donate and check out the massive amounts of free stuff we have available. We are a nonprofit organization and as such are tax deductible. So please donate when you visit our website. Also, sign up for our newsletter for free. We send it out weekly to inform you of our new content and upcoming events. Once again, thank you for listening to this week's episode of On the Road to Perfection, a different kind of podcast created by my mom and dad and produced by Wholly Owned and Operated. God bless.